0: Welcome to the First Love Podcast from First Presbyterian Church of Jacksonville, Illinois with Reverend Jonathan Warren. Reverend Warren's sermon title today is Kingdom Treasure. Stay tuned after the sermon to enjoy Elizabeth and Tim singing All That Is To Come.
1: It's amazing how uh, Isaiah can speak to us even today. The modern translation in a way... With words that we need to hear. And now we hear a message from Jesus, the Gospel of Luke, the 12th chapter. Let us listen to God's word. Do not be afraid, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give alms, Make purses for yourselves that do not wear out an unfailing treasure in heaven where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Be dressed for action and have your lamps lit. Be like those who are waiting for their master return from the wedding banquet so that they may open the door for him as soon as he comes and knocks. Blessed are those slaves whom the master finds alert when he comes. Truly, I tell you, he will fasten his belt and have him sit down to eat. And he will come and serve them. If he comes during the middle of the night or near the dawn, finds them so, blessed are those slaves. But know this, if the owner of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be ready, ready for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. This is the word of the Lord. Soon after graduating seminary, Siobhan and I moved to Cody, Wyoming, the east gate of Yellowstone. The town was named after Buffalo Bill Cody. This is the Wild West. I grew up in Chicago suburbs, so... uh, I was a bit out of my element. I knew people who drive Hummers and get upset if they drove on a curb. Get the idea? Now, Siobhan's from uh, near Tombstone, Arizona. So she knew a lot about living in the sparse and rough desert. She knew quite a bit more about living day to day in the wild west. Now, I think the reality was most people could spot it from about a mile away that I wasn't around from around there, right? So pretty much everyone uh, I met had warned us about the bears. Wyoming, they had grizzly bears, giant black bears. Uh, These bears were very dangerous. Pretty much every shop around there sold pepper spray. News stations would share about bear attacks every once in a while. Uh, So I was pretty freaked out about the bears. This place we lived was very stunning. It was breathtaking. It was beautiful. So every free chance we had, Siobhan and I would explore national and state parks. We absolutely loved seeing the wildlife. Now, once we found out that Siobhan was pregnant, I decided it was about time that I better buy pepper spray. Now, I wasn't from from around there, but I wasn't stupid. Uh, And so Siobhan was reading up on how to be a new mother. I was watching safety videos about bear attacks, right? (laughs) Eventually, one weekend, we decided to go for a hike outside of town. It was about an hour away, which meant we were about an hour away from the nearest hospital. Now, that didn't matter because... I was ready, I was prepared for any grizzly or black bear encounter we might have on our atta- uh, on our hike. Uh, I had my pepper spray on my belt, close to my side, ready to go, uh, uh, and as we walked, as we hiked, I'm pretty sure I kept my hand right here the whole time. I was scanning far and wide for any bear that might have an encounter with us. I want to be ready for any moment, any noticeable moment. Suddenly, on this hike, Siobhan pauses, and she jerks quickly out of the way. I didn't know what was happening, so I moved quickly, and I pulled out that pepper spray. At this moment, I'm ready to attack and save my pregnant wife. My heart starts pounding. I'm ready for the impending bear attack. Instead of being the hero, Siobhan Siobhan starts yelling at me, Jonathan, put that down. You're going to hurt somebody. (laughs) It's looking all around, but couldn't see a bear anywhere. I'm trying to protect you from the bears. She nods her head in disapproval. Did you see what happened? When you moved quickly, you nearly brushed up against a black snake. It could have bitten you. We're an hour away from the nearest hospital, and I can't carry you because I'm pregnant. They don't call it the Wild West because there's only big bears out there. There's all kinds of nasty things out there. If you're not ready for it, those things can hurt you really bad. There's a reason I don't always boast about having a master's degree, because I was looking for bears. I stepped over a snake. So while I thought I was being protective and keeping watch, I missed something Very dangerous. Now, the Gospels are full of stories about people missing things, so bear with me. (laughs) Last week, Jesus shared the first part of this lesson about money, in it, he tells a story about not to build bigger barns. He warns us not to let possessions possess us. Instead, to let go of the grip money has on us, it's the only way that will lead to an abundant life. In today's scripture, Jesus tells us that second part of this lesson, when it comes down to it, the very end of it, Jesus says, most people don't get it. God wants to give us the keys to the kingdom. We must invest or prioritize in the things of God, in heavenly things, where moth and rust do not destroy. Now, you and I have just heard the truth. This message is not one that the world gives. It's nasty out there. Our world shouts out a different message. We, we work our whole lives to be successful, to give our children things that we never had as kids. Sometimes we look over our neighbor's fence, not to encourage or to celebrate, but rather to compare. As a community, instead of listening and helping the neediest, uh, instead of celebrating uh, the beautiful rainbow of our people and our world, Instead of news filled with encouragement, joy, and hope. We hear troubling news. News that scares us. The world shouts and proclaims and celebrates success, beauty, wealth, hurt. Now the truth is, we hear this This message of Jesus here in church. Just like the disciples, we sometimes still don't understand it. We don't get it. It's like me being ready with my pepper spray in hand. Then I almost get attacked, not by a bear, but a snake. So if you're anything like me, we can take a deep breath, count our blessings that we're still alive, Figure out how to start looking for the right things. Figure out how to be ready in the right way. Now, the best part about this church is I know you're always ready for a good laugh. So let's take a deep look at ourselves, maybe laugh along the way, and discover what Jesus is trying to tell us. Our God wants to give us so much richness, so much that we are overflowing with generosity towards others. When God talks about richness, it's not one of wealth. It's one of helping the least. Isaiah says it well in this translation. It's not one of meetings, meetings, meetings. Instead, it's one of working for justice. It's not one of praying the loudest but it's one of helping the down and out, the homeless, uh, the defenseless. And God tells us when we do these things, then he will give us the kingdom of God, the keys to the kingdom of God. Now I know there is room for each of us to be even more generous than we are. Generous of our time, of our talents, of our treasure. Now, every once in a while, I read about our church's history. I, I read a, a little moment in 1963. The elders of the church were looking for a pastor, and, and they had these goals. And there were about seven or eight of them. They were telling the, the candidate these goals. Here's the ambitious goals, as they called it, to keep buying adjacent lots so they could have two acres, to add a Christian education building, to provide off-street parking, to employ a Christian education director, to attract new members, to regain loyalty of inactive members, to increase our giving to the world mission by raising our ratio 3% a year. And then they confessed to their pastoral candidate, we don't want to mislead you, We don't have the money to do all these things, but we need a pastor to work with us to reach our goals. That's when Reverend Dale Robb accepted the position, and then they all went to work. Before that, they just had this building here. They didn't have any room. They had Sunday school classes in all the nooks and crannies upstairs and downstairs. The amazing thing about this church is time and time again, we've stood up to this challenge that Christ gives us to be generous, to give financially above and beyond, to change this community. But somehow we need to be reminded because of all that noise out there we need to be reminded over and over and over again because sometimes sometimes we're looking for bears Our communities are in great need to see hope to invest in our children and youth and young families not just here in this building but for the daycare for Children who live in poverty, or children whose parents aren't there with them, they need to see hope and love alive in this world. We need to invest in those families with special needs, but we need to grow our circle of love and acceptance of all needs, of all colors, of all faiths, of all people. I love that little note about courage. Doesn't mean you're not scared. Means you do it anyway. Because we have hope. We have a message. We have joy that we need to share. And we have a whole lot of work to do. So we can accept that we don't have it all figured out, that we'll make mistakes along the way, that we'll look for the wrong things, pepper spray in hand, Can laugh that off, start looking for the right things, get busy, give generously, more than we have, so we can give and give and give. That's when we'll be given the keys to the kingdom of God.
2: song to my mouth somehow, with the rising sun, until the night has come, I will bless your name for all that you have done, and hear me say, yes and amen. Tomorrow you'll be faithful again, and I'll praise you, God, for all you are and all I am. that I dream take all that I plan you hold all my days there within your hands and some days I might run some days I might crawl but Jesus find my heart is yours through it all and hear me say yes and amen tomorrow you'll be faithful again and I praise you God for all you are and all I am for you are my portion forever for all was, and And all all that is is now, now, and all that is to come. No matter what may come Make my heart like a honeycomb Storing up the sweetest home For you and me Till I love you more than anything And hear me say yes and amen, tomorrow you'll be faithful again, and I praise you God for all you are and all I am, for you are my portion forever.
0: Is to come. Thank you for listening to the First Love Podcast. For more information about the First Presbyterian Church of Jacksonville, Illinois, visit our webpage at www.firstpresjax.org. That's www.first.org. P-R-E-S-J-A-X dot O-R-G. Our email is office at firstpresjax dot O-R-G. The church phone is 217-245-4189. Street address is 870 West College. Children and adult Sunday school services are every Sunday from 9 to 945 a.m. Sunday, church service starts at 10 a.m. We invite you to visit us whenever you're in the neighborhood.